pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99 or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98 There's something for everyone duvets, quilts, down comforters body pillows, bolster pillows and so much more Well, I know MyPillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. I am a soldier in the army of my God. 
The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate. And your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. This is the right place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
poems, no less. Poems, everybody! <laughs> the laddie reckons himself a poet. <laughs> Money, get back. I'm all right, Jack. Keep your hands off my stack. <laughs> New car, caviar, four-star daydream. Think I'll buy me a football team. <laughs> Absolute rubbish, laddies. Get on with your work. Repeat after me. An acre is the area of a rectangle whose length is one for long and whose width is one
Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. V1. Hello, Patriots. So what's going on, fuckers? Mm. Uh, what a day. Um, does, any, day? does anybody else get the honest-to-God feeling that... All the shit's about to hit the fan? No. That liberals, like, have on hand emergencies. Oh, yeah. Like, we already know they, they, they play in a playbook. And their playbook has been well-oiled. It's been a machine that they've had for years. It just seems to me re more recently, every time something bad, really, really bad happens, and a whole bunch of stuff is just flowing out there like a fire hose and people are trying to drink it, they go and shoot up a school. Of course they like, do. Almost on cue, like... Hey, um, we need to have this. Think about it. Every time anything bad happened to Joe Biden or they announced something bad happening to Joe Biden, there was like a school shooting. There was some emergency. It started with Barack Obama. And now it just seems like commonplace. Like if, if some bad news breaks about the Democrats or the Democrat Party, the next day there is some life-altering news that captures the news cycle for exactly 12 hours. And then after 12 hours, it releases it, and it's not a big deal anymore. Mm -hmm. So we were just about to get more Epstein documents and some transmission shot up a school in Iowa. Well, but he was non-binary, or it oh, was it, whatever. Okay. Or oh, whatever. it's just it's just part of the... Cult. LGBTQIA plus one, two, three, four, five, six, I'm seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, yes. 14, 15, 17, 18, 12. 12, it's an important number to them. I don't know why. But yet, no, I'm dead serious. It just seems like this every time. And then what do we find, about, find out about the person? Almost immediately, you find out that they're non-binary, they're transmission, or there's something else going on in their world where they haven't been on planet Earth in a very long time. And not to mention... A lot of innocent people are killed in the near term. A sixth grader was killed and but five children were injured. Nobody. Okay. Okay. What about all the kids down in Texas? What about the kids in Tennessee and Florida everywhere? It just seems like all of a sudden after, after the shootings up, I would love to go back and talk to some of these kids that were shot on the day that like people went crazy and did shit like this. <laughs> where are they now type thing you know is it a big deal that you kind of just fell back into the fold and nobody knows who you are anymore like you got shot 30 something years ago does do you not ever think about that is that never cross your mind is i'd love to ask those questions because this to me and apparently somebody else saw it too because during a couple of these if I don't know if, how many you got downloaded and we got a lot up here, but there's a couple of videos that we've got where reporters are openly calling the state troopers on the ground in Iowa liars saying that is not what you said mm. because original reports said that this guy was walking around the school shooting the place up. But the problem is, is that dispatch has the camera feeds from all of the cameras in the Iowa school system. 
So Dispatch went immediately to the video feeds and started looking at the video feeds, and they had called it out 30 minutes prior to that. So it took this kid, like, killing a bunch of people, and Dispatch saw it ahead of time and told the lady who had finally called 911, we've already dispatched officers. They're on their way. Because some astute dispatcher was watching the cameras in school. Because technically nobody was there yet. Or they weren't supposed to be there yet. Hmm. There's all sorts of crazy shit going on with this one, folks. This hmm. sounds very Valdi to me. Very, how was, very Valdi. How was Alex Stein on the ground when it happened? <laughs> That's another one. What the fuck was Alex Stein doing there? Hey, did you know that this is also the same school that um, Biden's bald fucking weirdo that kept stealing luggage Sam Britton Sa or whatever, Sam the Britton. nuclear engineer. Yeah, this is this he is went where, to that school. That's where he yeah. went to school. Yeah, I heard that. That's crazy. I, I was like, are you are you kidding me? It's like they had this shit in the playbook and it was laying there. Oh, Sam Britton school is they're awful enough. Just activate this one. That's all you got to do. Press a button. Activate. He already got eight jabs. He's good. Call call him and what? Give him the the catcher the, in the rye phrase. The non-binary. Like signal. what the fuck? Seriously, that not that what they used to do? They yeah, they call yeah, them up and they exactly, give them the catcher in the rye phrase. They would give them the sentence from catcher yeah, in the rye. Yeah, and it was one they had to finish. Like no matter what, they were so OCD, they had to finish the the sentence, and they knew they couldn't till they did something. Have these children been programmed? <laughs> There's a possibility. There's some MK Ultra shit going on here mm -hmm. because it doesn't make any other sense. Yeah. There's no other part of this. I mean, to happen to why today? What kind of drugs was this child on? Don't know. Um, ha has he been in contact with the FBI as other I don't know soldiers why. have been? Let's find out. All right. All right. Let's see. I just, I bet we're going to find out all about that. I'm sure we're going to hear something like well, the FBI see. knew this kid or they were talking to him. So this, this is this guy's is, TikTok this is that's been his, scrubbed. His account that got scrubbed. And what uh, somebody did, somebody went through real quick and just screen captured as much as they could before they dumped the account. So uh, these are the screen this the screen captures from that. And uh, this is that guy's account. So apparently he has been identified as the shooter. I don't know if he took his own life or he, he did. Was, did he? Yeah. I wonder why. Mm. From what everybody's saying, he was like a drunk and a, he had all sorts of issues or it had all sorts of issues. I, I thought he was 17. How old was he? Non-binary. I don't know. Shit, I don't know. You got me. Hmm. I mean, I apparently had somebody that liked him because he has buddies there and sitting there. Who knows these days? The tone backpack and it's unisex. Question, does the devil wear... Why are you wearing... 
obviously. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I don't know. What do you say? I say right foot creep on walking with that heater. Relax. I just want to take some pictures. I say right foot creep on walking with that heater. Look around, stay low. So yeah, that was his account on. Uh, is that Instagram? I don't TikTok think that, or I don't think TikTok. That's, is it? Yeah, okay. and it's the, apparently the whole account's been scrubbed. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, just saying. That's that's weird. Uh, very odd, and then very for the first time that this administration has been in office during one of these school shootings. Well, I mean, she was I think on air live when it happened here. But, at Perry Middle and high school in, in Iowa. Our hearts break for the families of the victims in yet another act of senseless gun violence. We are grateful for the brave first responders who are on the scene. And unfortunately, there is no longer an active threat to the school. I'm sorry, what? Unfortunately? Did she just say unfortunately? She did. are on the scene. And unfortunately, there is no longer an active threat to the school. <laughs> oh, she said not, 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 fortunately, not unfortunately. Hold on. Listen, listen again. First responders who are on the scene. And unfortunately, there is no longer an active threat to the school. I should say fortunate, not unfortunately. Shooting. Uh-huh. Sure. Whatever. Okay. Freudian slip there. That's my take on it. Just saying. Jesus. So, right. yeah, check this out, too. Uh, play the lady up in the top left first. This is uh, very, very interesting. Another, again, she brings up a lot of good points here. Um, please, somebody explain to me. Okay. I remember Sam Britton. Sam Britton worked for the Biden administration doing something with the nuclear waste and then was fired when he was found out stealing luggage from an airport from a bunch of women. Did you also know that Sam Britton went to high school in Perry, Iowa, which today was a victim of a school pew-pewing from what is being reported as an openly trans person. In the previous video, I had stated that it was being reported as he was a substitute teacher, but he was not. He was a 17-year-old senior, and that was my bad. He was also very active and very vocal about the trans community uh, in Perry, Iowa, posting about it on his socials a whole bunch of times. Also posting about it on Reddit, talking about his transition. Lots of trans flags, which is perfectly okay. Just coincidental that Sam Britton also went to the same high school as this guy in a town of 8,000 people. Perry is not a big town. Now, it is close to Des Moines, which is obviously a lot bigger and a lot more diverse. It, that could have something to do with it, but that's 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 interesting. That's some interesting stuff. That's a hell of a coincidence. That's yeah, it. Is. It's to the point where it's no longer a coincidence. You all know my opinions on coincidences. There's there's no such thing. Yeah. That these are planned. There's no 
There's no way. It's like they did their research on like the Biden camp. Where do we get our emergencies from? Oh, well, Sam Britton went to this real wacko town. Check this out. It's Perry, Iowa. Watch this. If we dump this in the water, this will set them all off. Uh, Alex Jones told us 10 years ago that they were putting stuff in the water to turn your kids gay. They're turning the frogs gay. Remember? Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. I think it's in the vaccines, but because there's some of that too. Um, this is this is good. This is hysterical, actually. Listen to this check. This is awesome. First, I'm so excited that you said this. Okay, okay, okay. First of all, you just assumed my gender. Second of all, I don't give a fuck. Ugh, I know that probably bothers you, but the difference between us is that I don't base my emotional stability on the validation of strangers. I know, rough concept, huh? And by the way, there's nothing wrong with me accurately defining a group of people as rainbow bullies when they are literally notorious for throwing temper tantrums and lashing out at people who think even minutely different from them. And by the way, I have personally been called things so much worse than a rainbow bully. So if that is going to be the end all be all for your little feelings, then I think you need to go take a trip over to Super Weenie Hut Jr. I love her. (laughs) That's how you deal with rainbow bullies. Rainbow bullies. Rainbow bullies. That's so, so apropos. Uh Rainbow bullies. Love it. (laughs) It's what they are. They're in a fucking cult. Seriously. It's craziness. (sighs) All right. So last night, at the very end of the show, we, we heard about that stuff going on in Miami. Right. We played the yep. all the cop cars yep. swarming down to the mall for some large black men figures that the, were buying clothes. Apparently, the official story is that it was for a juvenile fight. And some of the kids had sticks. That's the official story now. So you bring an army of fucking cops? Yeah, 75 cops for for some juveniles with sticks. Bullshit. Okay, so hold on. So um, this uh, auntie, I I love this chick, actually. Um, Atlanta plays her sometimes, too, I think. But uh, yeah, listen, she, she got in on this. This is awesome. I honestly cannot believe the words that are about to come out of my mouth. Oh, silly me, before we get started, guys, Tiki Talk, this is purely for entertainment purposes only. (laughs) We're just goofing around. All things stated here are purely speculation. Just having fun. You are going to want to see this because there is a very good chance, at least for the next few days, you will not see this anywhere else but right here. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm not sure what part of this story bugs me most. The fact that we actually now live in a world where something like this could happen the fact that we actually live in a world where something like this could happen, but at this point, none of us will even be shocked. Or the fact that something like this could happen in our world and not a single news media has broke this story, not at all. In fact, if you Google search it, it is quite a difficult find, which is all that much more suspicious with the story of this kind of size, this magnitude. And yet here we are. Hang on to your britches. It's gonna get real. A couple of days in Miami, Florida, at a mall, the local police were dispatched to the mall for an argument, a fight that broke out between juveniles. Juveniles, they say, 
had sticks and fireworks. Oh my. But ultimately the call, what they claim was the call, the reason for the police officers to arrive at the scene, was due to a fight that had broken out between juveniles who had sticks and fireworks. But Auntie, why do you care if that's on the news? That isn't a big deal. No, my friend, no, no, it's not. It is definitely not that big of a deal. I agree with you. And it is definitely, definitely, hands down, not a big enough deal for the local Miami Police Department to show up on the scene just like this. Right? That seems like a lot of officers to show up, but my friends, that is not anywhere near all that came. And once you understand and you hear the eyewitnesses' stories, I believe you will at that point understand a little bit better as to why so many police officers, probably a hundred, along with choppers, black choppers from the PD, patrolling the scene from above. And according to witnesses, eyewitnesses there, the Miami police was not dispatched there for a juvenile fight. And the obvious need for such an enormous police presence was far more sinister than what we've been told. As multiple witnesses claimed to have seen, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, creatures that stood eight to 10 feet tall, walking outside and even inside of the mall. And the pew pews that were reported and even the pew pews you might hear in some of the videos had nothing to do with the juvenile fight. According to these witnesses, it was actually the mall goers shooting to protect themselves from these eight to 10 foot tall creatures in self-defense. But wait, it gets better. Along with the ridiculously high number of police officers that arrived on the scene and the helicopter flying above, apparently after this incident was phoned into the police, the Black PD helicopters were the only things flying that night in the Miami sky. As the Miami airport was shut down, still no flights going or coming at Miami International, only one PD helicopter patrolling the area. The absolute lack of this story anywhere is absolutely driving me mad. On my Google search, I found nothing. I found crickets, uh, ironic. Even my ex, <laughs> not my ex, even ex let me down. Well, my ex let me down too, but that's a whole nother story. As when I searched on X, this is what I found. No results for people shooting at Miami Mall, eight to nine feet, tall creatures. Okay, valid. Let's remove the obvious. Do another search without the eight to nine foot tall creatures. Well, now that's suspicious. Still no results for Miami Mall shooting January, 2024. Now that's very suspicious because judging by the size of the police presence, the helicopter, but wait, there's more. You would think even X would have one post about it, but nothing. Thank goodness for social media though, because where would we be in situations like this when the media chooses not to report if we didn't have incredible people going to social media to post details about it themselves? Can someone confirm they've cut the police scanner? Check flight tracker, doesn't look like any flights leaving or coming into MIA. You can see the helicopter doing loops. Yes, they cut the scanners. Multiple people claim they saw eight to 10 foot tall aliens or very tall zombies and it caused shoppers panic. There are now black helicopters flying and everything is blocked off. Power has also been cut in a few blocks and at the mall. So you're gonna tell me that the police literally cut the public's access to the police scanners all because some juveniles are fighting with sticks? Okay, and they're gonna cut the power not only to surrounding areas, but also the power to the mall itself. So much so that 61,290 homes are without power at that time. 
on Reddit, we found anyone following what happened in Miami last night, apparently mass sighting of seven to 10 foot tall creatures. Flights halted, police radio cut off and helicopters patrolling. So are you really telling me that they're hoping, they're praying that we are all going to just believe this? Miami police, a large fight broke out involving several juveniles, some of whom may have been armed with some kind of sticks. <laughs> police are still continuing their investigation at this time. Okay, you know who else is doing their investigation at this time? Me and the rest of the world. You cannot be serious when you tell me you're gonna cut the power to the mall and multiple homes in Miami, shut down a whole A airport, no planes in and no planes out, have hundreds of police officers storming the mall, rushing to the scene, and Black PD helicopters scouring and patrolling the area from above, all simply because of a juvenile fight where some of the juveniles were armed with some kind of sticks. Uh, no, sir, I kindly reject this. I do not believe this at all. So guys, I'm curious, what are your thoughts? Because to you, does this look like the type of police presence that would ever be warranted or required for a fight between juveniles with sticks? Folks, do you understand the ridiculousness in that? How do you warrant that type of, first of all, the overtime. 1,000 people without power because of that? The overtime alone, not to mention the bills that have to be credited and the people who are fucking losing their minds because they don't have power. Over some kids with sticks? The, no. There's no. no fucking way. Get the fuck no. out of here. No. No. Where the hell is Justin when I get the fuck out of here? No. Seriously. No way in hell. No way in fucking hell. I mean, that did, did the Nephilim come up looking for some fucking child snacks? Like some human snacks. No shit. Human jerky. Why? Why? And people were just randomly shooting at them because they felt the need to protect themselves. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> it's not like, I mean. Shit we've never seen honestly, before. Honestly, like sometimes you see really tall people sometimes, right? You're like, oh shit, maybe you're a basketball player. Like, okay. I mean, my cousin's like six foot seven. I, granted, he's not eight feet tall, but seriously. Eight to like, ten foot. Like eight to ten feet. Ducking like only yes, getting on I know, but like, But these weren't, they didn't look like humans because if they were just really tall humans, people wouldn't just randomly shoot at them in the mall. I'm sorry. Like that just wouldn't happen. No, no. These were creatures. They were described as zombies. Big, black, hulking fucking creatures. And people were just randomly shooting at them. Are <laughs> you fucking kidding me? All right. Dude, it's the I, one time that we all came together and started shooting at them. No shit. No just shit. Saying. I, okay. And then there were the earthquakes. There was a 2.6 earthquake in DC and a 1.7 earthquake in Queens, New York. Okay, neither of them either, even register. Like those are small quakes, those are little. Anyone that lives on the West Coast can tell you 1.7, that's like, that's that's the fucking that's a joke that's the l going going by like that's that's the fucking train going by that's a 1.7 in new york how did it blow the manhole covers up off the streets well i think that was because of the fire at uh con ed that's the fire at con ed was like three days before yeah that's what they're saying that's, nah, they're, they're saying that it con ed had a bunch of trap gas that's what they're blaming it on uh-uh no 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 that was the story they're, i'm they're sorry saying. no i'm sorry that's the foundations are shaking people 
well, I mean, dogs are running on pools, everything. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. That that was a that here. We'll 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 do this one real quick. Because it kind of kind of relates. There you go. Because they're crazy. Because they're crazy. Oh no, this 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 girl's got it. Listen. I do women cheat. Oh my gosh, that is the best question that I've heard all day. Why do you think women cheat before I go? I'm asking you. I'm asking you. See, that's why we're doing it. Okay, I want to know not only why do women cheat, but why do men cheat? And I will tell you why. It's because people are searching for love and they're looking in the wrong places. And actually, I'm here to tell you that only true love is found in Jesus. And no one should cheat on anyone, but the problem is we're all broken and we're all separated from God. But God didn't want that separation, and that's why he sent Jesus to die on the cross for us. And Jesus bridged the gap between you and true love. And you don't have to cheat. No one has to cheat because we have the best love, and no one can take it away from us. And so, yeah, if you guys don't have Jesus in your heart, all you have to do is say, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Be my Lord. Give me this love that I need. Make me right. Let me know what true love is. And I'm telling you, you'll never be the same. It'll be the best decision of your life. It was for me. That's why I say it. Ten years ago, I was suicidal. I didn't want to live. I didn't have love. I felt cheated of all love and you know, I found real love and that's what I'm here to tell you about today. So. Wow. Um, feels like she's been asked that question before. <laughs> Just saying, I bet that guy's pissed. He's like, motherfucker, dude, give me some good shit here. You know, give me though. some, some good content, something to put out there that's going to make people think about it. Yep. Then he's like, man, all right, you fucking blew up my spot. Time to go find another corner. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, I bet that was in the mall in Miami. <laughs> Immediately following the attack of the just, eight to 10 foot zombies. Just before zombie the Nephilim attacked. Holy shit. <sighs> no, it'd be just after. I don't know. I'm just saying it's quite right. comical. Um, okay. I don't want to get into that yet. We'll get into that. Okay. This is some other crazy shit. Um, do, do you guys, we covered this very briefly when it happened. This was like a month ago that this initially happened, that this guy's house burned down and the cop said that he died. And in the comments on the video, he's like, dude, I'm not dead. I'm alive. They're just trying to fucking kill me. You remember that? That, like, it was like he was like a, a like a, a dot com guy or some shit like he he was a crypto guy okay he was when they were killing off the crypto guys okay right okay anyway um because they are trying to kill off the crypto guys listen to the shit seems you that guy whose house blew up oh yeah the story is that he was like shooting flares cops show up they drive the SWAT car through his wall the house blows up and they're like he died and then he he's like, on dead. the comments he's like i'm not dead what he said they're trying to kill me Who? apparently he was head of security for fius of foreign investment in the united states he was like making claims like they've already killed my mother they're trying to kill me why are we blowing up houses they're not even being discreet about it now. 
that's my thing. It's like the one that blew up the other house next to it. They said it was because of the water heater. How possible is that? That can't be possible. Yeah, because everybody checks the pressure gauge on their water heater. Yeah, every day. We don't do that. What? You I don't? Check it every day. What are you, you hold on. To do you've right never now? you've never checked the no, pressure. I check it literally you, every day. No, what do you, you do? Yes, when I do. When you Lil? walk past it, you just walk. Whenever past I'm going it. in and getting water, I check it. Nobody does that. No, we don't check. We don't check it. Thank you for running with that. It still was even like a fun gaslighting. It was like getting aggressive. You love your kid? You're so selfish. <laughs> that was kind of funny. You don't check it? Dude. You could do I could you would totally do that shit to me. You do that shit to me sometimes. It's fucking ridiculous. You try and gaslight the shit out of me, and I'm like, no, that did not happen. You are so full of shit right now. It did. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Is uh -huh. She's going to fucking lose her mind. She goes, ah! But no, but, it was absolutely crazy. But seriously, like, they're just straight up blowing up people's houses. Yeah. And they're like, he died. Is it bad He's like, yet? no, I'm, I didn't die. I'm, I'm right not here. dead. I bet he's I, dead now. I, I've got a broken hip, and I'm partially burnt on my right side. And it hurts really, really bad. But I'm not dead. If you could send a rope down, I could climb back up. Ah. Uh. What is this? I don't even know. Just funny. What up, Kiwi? Just funny? <clears throat> no. Just the, the thought of that. Okay. Just funny. I, I have no that. idea what this is. Fuck it. This whole thing. You want to come in? What you got to say? I want to tell a joke. Oh, this is about fantastic. All this stuff. Um, so Obama, Hillary, uh, Obama, um, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and Nancy Pelosi are all on an airplane together with the pilot. So Obama says, I'm going to throw this $100 bill out the window and make one American happy. And uh, and Hillary says, I'm going to throw $200 out the window and make two Americans happy. And Nancy Pelosi says, I'm going to throw $100, $100 bills out the window and make 100 Americans happy. And the pilot says, I can throw all three of you out the window and make all of America happy. I speak facts. What'd he say? He didn't stutter. Play with it. Trump 2020. <laughs> oh, shit. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, now. I spit facts. It, it's He's he's not wrong. Uh, hello. Here's some truth coming out about Nancy Pelosi. 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 She 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 doesn't have her vodka. I noticed. She needs to get back on the vodka. She hasn't been drinking the sauce so much. <sighs> well, at least not on camera. I mean, she's not on camera so much anymore now That's that true. you know Hakeem Jeffries took over for her. Um, she's spending more time at home now. Does he qualify as Satan's handmaiden? Ooh, I guess he it might. is. A, it, it is a non-binary position. Yeah, so. I think. Okay. He would be fine. Um, in a press conference on January seventh. Speaker Pelosi called for your resignation on national television. I am calling for the resignation of the Capitol, the chief of the Capitol Police, Mr. Sund, and I have received a notice from Mr. Irving that he is will be submitting his resignation. Speaker Pelosi also stated that she had not talked to you since the initial breach of the Capitol, but according to your transcribed interview, you're on the phone with Speaker Pelosi a few times. Well, let me just say this. Many of our Capitol Police just acted so bravely and so with such concern for the staff, for the members, for the Capitol, for the Capitol of the United States. Many of them, and they deserve uh, our gratitude. But there was a failure of leadership at the top of the Capitol Police 
And I think Mr. Sun, uh, ha he hasn't even called us since this happened. You know, so I had made aware that I would be saying that we're calling for his resignation. Uh, can you explain that discrepancy? Yeah, that is, uh, that, that is correct. I, I spoke to Speaker Pelosi um, three times uh, that, that evening, and uh, she went on national TV and said I'd never spoken to her, but I spoke to her three times. Um, the three, uh, three times were the first time when I went over to brief uh, President, uh, Vice President Pence at the secure location. Um, I'd called uh, um, House Sergeant Arms Irving, told him I was going over to brief the uh, Vice President. I was also going over to do a personal assessment of the Capitol. At that point, things were getting under control. Uh, went over there, briefed him on when we can get them back into chambers with you know, uh, Mr. Irving being fully aware. Uh, he said he wanted to get Speaker Pelosi on the phone. He made a phone call from his cell phone at approximately 534, uh, where I first briefed Speaker Pelosi. Uh, the second call was when I left that location. As I was walking away, I met up with Mr. Stinger. And we started walking over to the Senate to go brief the Senate. When uh, Jennifer Hemingway, I believe it was Jennifer Hemingway, handed me his cell phone, and it was Emily Barrett's cell phone calling her, and it was Speaker Pelosi on the other line. This is my call, second call with Speaker Pelosi, questioning the information I'd given to uh, Vice President Pence about when we can get back into chambers. I assured her that information was correct. I could get them back into chambers by 7, uh, 7 p.m., and the call ended. That was call number two. Call number three was 6.25 p.m. I was over at the Senate uh, from the secure location, I mean, from where the Senate had been sequestered, uh, and on a uh, cell phone using Robert Karam's cell phone, they dialed leadership, who was over off-site at a secure location, and I briefed all of the leadership of the plans to get them back into chambers. That would have been call number three with Speaker Pelosi. So you didn't have one call, you didn't have two calls, you had three calls. So Speaker Pelosi's comments that she didn't speak to you are inaccurate. That is correct, sir. Well, let me just say this. Many of our Capitol Police just acted so bravely. Okay, so I, I, I have a question. Why, why isn't she in jail? Why isn't she in jail? Why hasn't she been arrested? Mm -hmm. what, where are the calls for her head? Why? Why can we get some accountability for something? Anything? I mean, I mean, just one little thing. One little thing. I mean, this this would be accountability if we actually call it out. Oh, number two would be the fact that Hunter Biden made the rounds today, touting the fact that. Nobody's going to come arrest him. Hey, he was touting the fact that you U.S. Marshals out there, you're a bunch of fags. That's what he said. He said you're a bunch of scared bitches and you won't go arrest him. Mm -hmm. He dared you. It, he's not wrong. He dared you. He said, come up, come get me. I'm right here. I'm right in the open. Go get him. Damn, I wouldn't let that crackhead call me a fucking a simpering bitch. It's what he's doing, though. Just saying. Don't forget about this one. On June 14th, 2018, Laura Ingram quoted a section from the Inspector General's report to Congress. After the segment aired, Fox News prohibited Laura Ingram and all employees from reporting or ever mentioning it again. The segment you're about to see was censored and completely scrubbed from the internet. Interesting. Until now. On page 294 of the report, Bobby, there's this, you know, it kind of jumps out of the page at you. It, it, it's titled Hillary Clinton and Foundation Crime Against Children. And it's referencing all the emails that were on this Wiener laptop 
and there was an effort to, I guess, sequester certain emails away from the probe. You can see, you know, Coleman's, uh, you know, Coleman's notes from October 4th contain the following entry. Anthony, Anthony Weiner, unrelated, Anthony Weiner text, texting 15-year-old sexually explicit initial analysis of laptop, thousands of emails, etc. But they had a conversation about which emails would be uh, allowed to be looked at in this case and which would be, you know, set aside. And that also raises a lot of questions. I mean, Huma Abedin and Hillary Clinton exchanged thousands of emails, apparently, that were not, I don't think they were looked at in this investigation at all. And Bobby, well, your I reaction that, to where we are here? Yeah, I think that that specific question, I think, has to do with the search warrants. So the New York yeah. office of the FBI, who actually initially got the search warrant on that laptop, it was for that sexual crimes case against Anthony Weiner. And that that had you know specificity requirements of the warrant, so you can only look for certain things. So they were looking for emails of that type. When it was transferred down to Washington for the Clinton email, they were looking for different things. And that's why the call went to New York, from New York to Washington two weeks later saying, hey, did you guys get your warrant? You need to get a warrant for the stuff you want to look for on that laptop. And to Saul's point, you know, it's my opinion, this is only my opinion, that I think they were sitting on that laptop and they thought they could sit on it till after the election. But when New York called down and said, what are you doing with this? Why haven't yeah. you gotten a warrant yet for your stuff? That panicked them. They then went and told Comey. I don't even think Comey knew because he, he claims not to have known. But there's no reason why he didn't know. He didn't knew. go to McCabe and say, no, why did you wait it. two weeks before you brought this oh, to me? Oh, come on. It's, it's There's this, you know, it kind of jumps out of the page at you. It, it, it's titled Hillary Clinton and Foundation Crime Against Children. These people are sick. You know, these people are sick. Hillary's belief that it takes a village which only makes sense, after all, in places like Haiti, where she's taken a number of them. That panicked them. They then went and told Comey. I don't even think Comey knew because he, he claims not to have known. But there's no reason why he didn't know. He didn't knew. go to McCabe and say, yeah. why oh, did you to wait it. two weeks before you brought this oh, to come me? come on. It's, it's a reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case. As a result, although the Department of Justice makes final decisions on matters like this, we are expressing to justice our view that no charges are appropriate in this case. Now, I, I know for most of you, that is nothing new. That is nothing. We've seen all of that before. We've known most of that. That is nothing new. We knew that the Wiener laptop had all sorts of shit in there, exculpatory shit on it. We know for a fact that this shit has been going on. It's nothing new.
just like everybody else that's gushing today because oh the list is out the epstein list is out i was like it's not out what new names are on there well no we knew every single name on there there's not one name that was a surprise to me not a single one every single person that i've said before was on that list was on that list um, Alan, Alan Dershowitz, who is on that list yep. over a hundred times. Well, he's on the, one of the flight logs. Mm -hmm. Tried to get ahead of, in front of it. Yes. Let's just say. I've known you for years. I don't, I don't really know why you like to defend these high profile clients. Everybody certainly deserves a defense, including Mr. Epstein, including OJ Simpson. And you and I had wars over Bill Clinton back in the day. Um, sure. You've taken on these, these high profile cases. Why? And do you regret it at all? And did you ever see anything untoward about Mr. Epstein? I never did. And I do regret having ever met Jeffrey Epstein because it uh, caused me the worst few years of my life when I was falsely accused and I was canceled by the 92nd Street Y, canceled by Temple Emanuel. And then she ultimately admitted that she may have confused me with someone else. And so, you know, things obviously have gotten a lot better. Now, of course, these revelations put my name in the headlines again. But I've never been afraid of that because I have nothing to be afraid of, nothing to be ashamed of. I did nothing wrong. Um, would I do it again? Not if I knew I was going to be falsely accused, but if not for that, yeah. I've represented far worse people. I've represented murderers. I've represented people who have done terrible, terrible things. That's an essential part of our system. If I don't do it, who will? I had tenure. I had an obligation to defend the most controversial, the worst people. Sometimes I won, sometimes I lost. Sometimes I created a plea bargain like I did in this case, by the way. Epstein was furious at me for the plea bargain. He wouldn't pay my fee because he thought I had done a terrible job because he ended up going to jail and having to report as a sex offender. The rest of the world no. thought it was a sweetheart. But that's what criminal defense lawyers do. I'm 85 years old. I hope the good Lord gives me the strength to continue to represent the most despised, the most controversial, the most unpopular people in the world. Look at the hell I got for representing Donald Trump. I did that, and I lost a lot of my friends. And people say to me all the time, oh, I understand Epstein, but not Trump. Or I understand Trump, but not Epstein. You have to understand that the role of the criminal defense lawyer is to defend everybody who's falsely accused. Well, I'll say this. Accused or even truthfully accused. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what? <clears throat> you're going to have to stand there one day, and you're going to have to answer for what you did. That's it. You want to be judged? You know, am I going to judge you? No. But he's going to have his day with you. And only it's going to be between you and him. And let me tell you something. When you get the fucking floor taken out from you underneath you and you end up in hell, fella, that's on you, bro. It's all on you. You have decided to. God gave you a talent. All right. It, you could be. Whatever your talent is, every single one of you, you all have a talent. God gave you one. Every single one of us has it. You Maybe you haven't found yours yet. Maybe you have. Maybe you don't know what yours is. But let me tell you something. When you find yours and you build a career around it, much like this gentleman has, whether, whether or not I agree with him about the law side of it, which I do, I, I believe every person is entitled to their own defense. 
I do. I believe that because it's written in the Constitution. And I also believe that at the same time as a lawyer, it should be the if, if we're pretty much sure this guy's guilty, it should be the hardest job in the world to find a fucking lawyer. Mm -hmm. You should not be able to find a lawyer who's making a billion dollars every time there's a big case. That should not be what you're doing. And if you tell me that lawyers don't know that they're bullshit, every lawyer knows. Every fucking lawyer knows. I know plenty of lawyers that have told me I know exactly who's guilty and I know exactly who's innocent. Look, they all know. Listen, listen to, to the rest of what Joshua had to say. The point I do want to make is that I understand all the feminist groups and the radicals who think this is the worst thing in the world that anybody ever had any contact with Jeffrey Epstein. Where are all those radical feminists when it comes to the Hamas rapes of young Jewish girls, sexual abuse, beheadings, they are quiet, they are silent. The incredible hypocrisy of the Me Too movement. Me Too, except if you're a Jew. If, uh, and I wanna have a list of all the radical feminists who are pushing hard, and I understand that, to get all these names revealed, and I wanna know how many of them have ever actually condemned Hamas for the rapes that we now know occurred and the murders that occurred, how many have been silent, and how many like the national point he literally just tried to claim it's okay that he was on the lolita express a hundred times because he's a jew was he going down to saint james that's my only question like we found the other day yeah. donald trump is on there like seven or eight times and the eight times that he's on there he, he never he never ever went anywhere near little saint james yep. Now, if Alan Dershowitz went to Little St. James, I am sorry. Sorry, Alan. Dude, you were not representing him when you were going down there. You were just getting done with Clinton. Stop. You're lying. It does not suit you. Mm -hmm. You can make whatever argument to rationalize it in your own head and to rationalize what you did in your behavior. That's what criminals do. It's good to see that the apple doesn't far, fall far, far from the tree. Just don't forget. This was on mainstream media. He's accused of recruiting a network of young girls he sexually abused at his mansions in Florida and New York. Law enforcement officials tell NBC News he faces two counts of sex trafficking for alleged crimes. Trafficking underage girls to the private island near St. Thomas. Some even refer to it as pedophile island. Authorities say he declared it his primary residence. Sleazy Wall Street tycoon Jeffrey Epstein used the Lolita Express to ferry a bevy of beautiful young women. Among the passengers, former President Bill Clinton and Britain's Prince Andrew. Newly obtained documents show Clinton actually took at least 26 flights on Epstein's private jet. According to NBC News, Jeffrey Epstein has died by suicide in his jail cell. People that blow the whistle on elite pedophiles tend to have accidents. And a lot of those people have died mysteriously. NBC News has learned that disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Epstein took his own life while he was behind bars. Uh, there's absolutely no excuse for this. What happened here to me is mind boggling. The guy was a high risk prisoner, wasn't, wasn't he? I mean, he, he's a guy that there are probably 50 very important people that have a motive to kill him. We don't even know who they are. It's true. But we know there are some people that are in a lot of trouble because of Epstein.
They know who they are. A shocking new report from the New York Times sheds light on the connection between Microsoft founder Bill Gates and the late Jeffrey Epstein. You report these two men met at least six times. Well, I believe that there were more. This included visits to the mansion, seeing each other in Seattle, flying on Epstein's plane. When flight logs revealed that Gates had been a passenger on the Lolita Express, he claimed that he didn't know that the private jet belonged to Epstein. He also denied that he and Mr. Epstein were involved in any business deals. However, an expose by the New York Times revealed that not only did Bill Gates initiate a relationship with Jeffrey Epstein well after he was convicted of sex crimes, but the two were also involved in the process of co-founding a multi-billion dollar charitable fund. Why would they ever set up a charitable trust benefiting Jeffrey Epstein? That it was all about philanthropy, that Bill Gates just wanted to find new sources of money. Why would one of the richest men in the world choose to partner with the world's most notorious pedophile? His flight logs contain names of some of the biggest, most famous, and most powerful people on the planet. Members of the royal family, Prince Andrew, models like Naomi Campbell, famous actors like Kevin Spacey, Bill Clinton on those flight logs over 25 times. Hillary Clinton, she's also been to the islands. So the bigger question is how many people that went on his private jet, that went to his private island, that went to his massive ranch in New Mexico, were also involved in the rape, torture, and trafficking of children. It hides in plain sight. Epstein was hiding in plain sight. We all knew about him. We all knew what he was doing. But we had no one that was, no um, uh, legal aspect that would go after him. They were afraid of him. For whatever reason, they were afraid of and him. And the amazing thing about Cindy McCain is that her husband was a senator. She was on a board with the governor of Texas. She knew about Jeffrey Epstein. She did nothing. And her organization, the role of her organization is supposed to be to stop people like Jeffrey Epstein. They all knew. They did nothing about it. When Ricky Gervais said at the Golden Globes, you're all friends with Jeffrey Epstein, he wasn't lying. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> you had to make your own way here in your own plane, didn't you? Right. But and how many of those elites have been to his islands? Not only is the mainstream media complicit, I would argue that there are accessories in the crimes against children. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations. And I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, Oh my God, we, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago saying like, aunt, like we, there will come a day where we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. I had it all three years ago.
gonna miss the brackets and jackets? Yeah, well, the bracket tolls for the... I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. State Senator Nancy Schaefer and her husband Bruce were found dead today at the Havisham County home. Fox size Justin Gray is here now. That's some, uh, some dark shit right there. You, you know it's right. Thank you, you, Truth Justice, for putting out that excellent compilation. By the way, if you guys don't uh, follow Sparta Justice on X, you should. Definitely worth a follow. Yeah. But real quick, folks, seriously, we knew about this three years ago, too. We were telling you about it three years ago. Mm-hmm. We were telling you how big of a deal this is going to be. Mm-hmm. And now look at all these people losing their fucking mind. Oh, Epstein. Oh, Bill Clinton. This Oprah. Oprah's on the list. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, did you hear um, uh, some celebrity restauranteer or whatever kicked him kicked her out of his restaurant? Yeah, uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, no, oh, that, that was, was Whoopi. That, that was Whoopi. Whoopi. Right. Okay, but Whoopi's on the list too. Yep, folks. Yeah. If you've been to the island, that's where we know all the creeds. Look, he has got a—he has got an island. On his island, there's a library that looks like the library from uh, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yep. What the fuck? His yeah. Illuminati library. Holy shit, folks! Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, no. James Biden owns an island just a couple miles away. Yeah, we know that too. Yep. So you wonder why Biden wasn't on Jeffrey's plane? He didn't have to be. He was. Oh, he was. But, oh, he was. But I'm saying he didn't have to go to Little St. James because he just he didn't have to his, land at his own at island, Little right? James. Yeah. Just a speedboat away. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. 
Jeffrey Epstein's longtime friend, Gillian Maxwell, is in federal custody after her arrest on child sex abuse charges. As one woman is speaking out in an exclusive interview with Fox News, accusing Maxwell of raping her along with Epstein when she was just 14 years old. Brian Yenis has more on this. Brian. Julie, good afternoon. This is the first time that this woman is speaking publicly about her rapes. She says that Gillian Maxwell is just as evil as Jeffrey Epstein. She claims that the rapes began when she was 14 years old in Florida and went all the way through until she was 16. She says Maxwell not only facilitated her sexual abuse by Jeffrey Epstein, but she claims Maxwell abused her at the same time with Epstein. She also said Maxwell would abuse her one-on-one, -on -one, coaching her how to have sex with men. She did rape me. Um, I would say it's more than 20 or 30 times. She is a rapist, destroyed my, what was supposed to be my, the best years of my life, being a teenager, being a cheerleader. Jane Doe said the abuse ended only after she became pregnant with Jeffrey Epstein's baby at age 16. She said she got an abortion, but suspecting that she told her grandparents about that abortion and fearful that she'd go to the authorities, Jane Doe claims Maxwell, Epstein, and others gang raped her one last time before a driver dropped her off naked on her grandparents' lawn. Galen was a part of it, and Jeffrey Epstein was a part of it, and I was drugged. Gang raped and left on the lawn and they put a gun to me. And the man that drove me home um, said I would never be, I would never come back alive if I spoke about it. She says Maxwell threatened her and her family if she ever spoke about it. She said she was recruited by a friend and introduced to Epstein and Maxwell, who promised to help her modeling career. Now that Maxwell is in custody, Jane Doe says she wants to be a witness in her upcoming trial. She is willing to take the stand to help New York federal prosecutors put Gillen Maxwell away. We reached out to Gillen Maxwell's attorney, uh, Julie, who said about these specific allegations, quote, no comment. Now, Sparky, we're tracking um, him as well. The owner of Virgin Atlantic, uh, we're, we're tracking him as well. Well, he's got an island right next to Jeffries as well. He is also on the Lolita Express several times to Richard Branson. Um, not to, there's literally everybody that we've called is on that list. That is accuracy called impeccable, folks. You don't get accuracy like that out of modern media. Modern media screws that shit up left, right, and center just because they have an angle to put on it. Everybody that we've called is on that list. Every single person we've ever talked about. Tom Hanks is on that list. Tom Hanks has got like some 30 flights down there. Mm -hmm. Oh, straight to St. James, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a he was a lover of going down to little St. James. Um. Here's a list of allegedly some of the people that were on Epstein's flight logs. All right. These are the people that were on Epstein Island, uh, confirmed by multiple sources. Bill Clinton, George Mitchell, Alex Baldwin, R Ralph Penice, George Hamilton, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, Liz Hurley, Laura Hunton, Janice Dixon, Naomi Campbell, Christy Tur Turlington. 
Uh, Henry Kissinger, which may be one of the most evil men on the world. He is. Yeah. Joan Rivers, Courtney Love, Mick Jagger, Courtney Guest, uh, Phil Collins, uh, Simon LeBon, Charlie Rose of PBS, Richard Branson, Candace Bushel, Tom Ford, uh, Vera Wang, Nadia Byerlin, uh, Co. Stark, and here's some more. Seth Green, James Gunn, mm -hmm. Dan Schneider, Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, Stephen Colbert, mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Spacey, Kev uh, Kathy Griffin, Oprah Winfrey, Sean Carter, Beyonce Knowles, Anthony Kiedis. All right, these are the people that were on Epstein on. That's not the complete list. No, There's more than class. that. There's way more than that. Yep. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg's on there, for Christ's sake. There's, uh, okay, there's one that's... I hope it wasn't that one. Yeah, it probably was. It probably, damn it. Where that one? Probably. Um, I mean, who the fuck knows these days? But yeah, no, there's there's quite a bit. There's a lot of people. Like I've I've shared out the second list that I got. Okay, here we go. This is I, I yes, I have I have so many questions about this. This one's for you, babe. Okay. Okay. This is a post from the documents that were released. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Question. Hold on one sec. Wait. Are you telling me that Stephen Hawking frequented the island for pleasure? Answer. Yes. Jeffrey loved to have intellectuals visit the island so he could reward them for their hard work for humanity and for other darker reasons. Question. Did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Stephen Hawking? Hawking's proclivities? Answer. Yes. He liked watching undressed midgets solve complex equations on a too high up chalkboard. So, so wait a minute. What are you asking me? I'm, I'm trying to, is it my, my proclivity for throwing midgets? Is that why you're asking me? Yeah. I'm confused. Why are you asking me about, uh, I'm, My name I'm is not, Stephen I'm just Hawking. Telling you this one's for Stephen you, babe. Hawking. Steve, Stephen Hawking, right there, might might kind of be your um. What disabled brother? <laughs> <laughs> he liked watching Andres Midget solve complex equations on a too high up chalkboard. My my favorite still is I saw a meme because they've obviously made memes already about this, and it's a. Uh, a, a meme of of a dude like he's like well i got complex math problems this time but but we have midgets and like he starts rolling out like old shit like he's hauling ass down the street like as fast as he can uh you asked if jimmy kimball's on that list here here you go this is um this is an answer for you so let me get this right jimmy kimmel is crying jimmy kimmel is playing the victim card and jimmy kimmel is being a hypocrite See, he's upset because Aaron Rodgers told a joke on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN, which doesn't have massive viewership, although compared to Jimmy's show, it's probably twice the viewership. And all of a sudden, he went out crying victim and saying, you can't do that, and you put my family in harm's way. Number one, he didn't say you were on the list. He said he thought you were interested in the list being released. But it's funny because you do that on a nightly basis, and you expect people to accept your jokes, deal with your jokes, grow thicker skin, or have cojones. You've done this for the last five, six years, hurling wild accusations out against people, conservatives, politicians, President Trump, that weren't true. 
you just throw them out there in a time when people are so divided in this country. And you don't think that could have put people in harm's way when the Supreme Court justices made a ruling and you had your stick. You don't think that could have put people in harm's way in this militant time that we live in? How about Joe Rogan? When you talked about Joe Rogan and Ivermectin and lied on your show talking about being a horse dewormer and horse paste, and you lambasted him during a time in which people took the vaccine and COVID very seriously, and you guys said that they were a threat if they weren't vaccinated to everybody around them, and you don't think there was a potential for him to get attacked or his family to get attacked, as you said that people who did these things should just get what they get. You remember when you went after Aaron Rodgers or anybody that was unvaccinated? You remember that on your show? And you said that if you went to the hospital and you were unvaccinated and you were having a heart attack, that you should probably just die in the parking lot and say, oh, well, it's what you get for not being vaccinated. See, it's okay for you to attack people. It's okay for you to say ignorant things and actually lie to people and be hypocritical. It's actually okay for you to outrage people who were vaccinated or fell for all of this stuff to be against people who aren't vaccinated. It was okay for you to do all that. But if he tells a joke while on the Pat McAfee show, like, trust me, people watching Pat McAfee are probably not the same people watching your show. All of a sudden you curl up in a little ball and your little raisins shrink up and you scream and cry victimhood. You're a hypocrite and you need to grow some thicker fucking skin. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. Ditto. There you go. There's your answer to Jimmy Kimmel. So. Ditto. Mm -hmm. You know what time it is? Is it that time? It is that time. You want to get hot? I hey, do. But, but we got to drop the Red Pill Red Pill, project. you guys got to go. Mm -hmm. So Red Pill, have fun. See you later. Uh, we'll be back 5.45 tomorrow night, 6 6 p.m. for the regular show. She'll be back at 8 tomorrow morning for the good book. Yep. And Miss Leanna will be at, back at 9.05. You got it. We'll talk to you later. See you, Red Pill. Peace. All, All right. right. Moving right along. Mm -hmm. So you know what time it is. If you guys got it and you can smoke it, it's legal for you. Or even if it's illegal for you. Don't give a fuck. So go ahead and get it out. Smoke it up. Hit that shit, babe. You know, I, I was thinking about this today, too. I think the girlfriend's parents are scared about the FBI ever raiding this place. Mm -hmm. I think the girlfriend's parents are jealous. Maybe. All right, so what is going on here? There's an argument about little people or midgets. Catching up, little people, the dwarves. <laughs> anyway, it's already turned down. Relax. So, how was your day? Normal day. Yours? Yeah. Uh, it was good. I had a good workout actually, because uh, I planted potatoes, and I did it the lazy way, which took a lot more work. I know that doesn't seem right, but rather than dig in the ground and plant potatoes, 
I took one of the boxes that I made that's out over by the chicken coop and I threw the potatoes on the ground and then I raked up all the leaf mulch and shit from around the chicken coop and raked out the pepper garden and um, threw that on top of the potatoes. So I'm basically using the mulch method for growing the potatoes. But that meant that I had to rake up all the mulch, <laughs> which is quite a workout. I'll do a little bit more every day. But there's a good two to three inches of mulch on there right now. And uh, it'll protect it. Yeah, no, it's, it's good. And then as the, <laughs> as the leaves and the mulch deteriorate, it feeds the potatoes. And uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, so I planted potatoes. I have a lot of planting to do this week. This, this week and next week. But first I have to cover the pepper garden, the top of it with chicken wire. So those little bastards stay out of there. They are all laying now though. I got nine chicken eggs today. So except for the ones that are molting, they're all laying. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> yes, you can grow potatoes and hay as well, Ellsworth. It's kind of the same thing actually. I mean, it really is. I just decided to do the mulch instead of the hay because I have we have mulch and pine straw everywhere, and um, I would have to go out and buy hay. So, but yes, it's pretty much the same thing. But I'm planting in January because why not? Our ground doesn't freeze, so I got garlic and uh, peas and strawberries, all kinds of stuff going in the ground this week, next week. All right. Keep us fed. Salad greens, salad season. <coughs> Moving right along. Anyhow. So what else? We got all we have there's so much stuff in here. There you go. There she is. Another one, you know, again. Going uh, throwing throwing her off the plane to make everybody happy. We should. We should. The Joe Biden successor story, according to Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. Let's just take it to the kitchen table about people's health, financial well-being, their freedom to live their lives. And again, the opportunity that Joe Biden has given them. But let's just take it to. Yeah. The freedom for people to live their lives. And the opportunity Where? that Joe Biden has given them. Where? I don't know. What? What freedom has he given me that I didn't have before? Uh, what new freedom? Matter of fact, he's restricted my freedoms. Okay. <laughs> he, he, he keeps coming out against guns. I mean, he's just restricting my freedoms. Mm -hmm. He won't tell me the truth about what's going on. It's restricting my freedom. Or what's coming. This is weird. This is something that made me go, hmm. As you may know, I have had my insurance license in the state of California for over a decade. And when I was reviewing policies for 2024, I noticed this new exclusion. Look here, this is under exclusions and expenses not covered on a 2024 Cigna health policy. Treatment of an injury or a sickness, which is due to war, declared or undeclared, riot or insurrection. 
This is not typical. This is an insurance policy from United last year for 2023. And the language typically reads like this. What happens with my coverage under extraordinary circumstances? And it says in cases of disaster, epidemic, war, riot, insurrection, that they will do their best to provide the services you need. But now take a look at United's 2024 health insurance policy, another exclusion, T, war. We do not cover an illness, treatment, or medical condition due to war, declared or undeclared. Cigna and United aren't the only ones that have changed their language excluding war from their policies. Anthem has also done this. And it just makes you wonder, why in the world would that be the case? As always, let me know what you think about all of this down below. Well, I don't think TRICARE is ever going to exclude war from its coverage. Well, but considering the primary benefit focus benefactors of TRICARE, yes. of TRICARE exactly. are war fighters. Exactly. But maybe TRICARE <laughs> for veterans, you never know. Because... Uh, so, there's some treatments that I still go for that directly are as a result of war. So mm -hmm. I doubt that that is. However, if you have Cigna or Anthem or probably Blue Cross Blue Shields and um, we go to war, guess what? You might as well drop them. You're kind of fucked. Kind of fucked. Yeah. Kind of fucked. <sighs> Just saying. You know, here's Kirby. is um, there is there another insurrection coming? Is there another war coming? I mean, that's what it sounds like. I mean, think about this. Joe Biden's building a bunker at his home in Delaware. Mm -hmm. um, there's 21 other millionaires across the country that are building bunkers. Why now? And what what do it's they know? Like they just became billionaires. What do they know that we don't? Mm -hmm. Why now in 2024? Hey, here's um, here's we're at. Uh, <laughs> Kirby. Given the level of proxy attacks and the availability of these funds, is the U.S. reconsidering um, these sanctions waivers? With the caveat that I am going to have to get back to you on whether or not there's actually been some sort of procurement request by the Iranians for the humanitarian assistance. I just don't know the answer to that. So with that as a caveat, I would tell you that, again, none of that money goes to the Iranian regime and none of it goes to the mullahs. It is, it is, if it has been, if it has been allocated against, it would go to approved vendors that would purchase food, water, medicine, um, agricultural products, and then ship that directly into Iran for the benefit of the Iranian people. Uh, and, and this really, what your question kind of goes, but given the behavior of the state right now, I mean, we've talked briefing with this news about our issue is not with the Iranian people and it's difficult to square of having anybody having a problem with the Iranian people getting food, water, medicine, and agricultural products so that they can subsist. It's not as if, and this is where I was getting to on the fungibility argument, which is kind of what your question is getting to. Uh, it's not as if the mullahs are sitting around thinking, well, how can we make the lives of the Iranian people better? Let's get them more food, water, medicine. They're not making that choice. Uh, what they're doing is investing in, in missile technology and helping Ukraine kill innocent uh, I'm sorry, helping Russia kill innocent Ukrainians. So uh, it's not, you know, the, the fungibility argument just doesn't stand up. Uh, it's not like it, it frees up money that they were, that they now, that they, they were going to use on food and water, but now they're going to go buy 
missiles with. They've been exactly they've been focusing. Exactly well, and I would argue that the critics are incorrect. It's the 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 mullahs, the regime in Iran has been doing that consistently over many multiple presidential administrations, Republican and Democratic. Uh, they mean to have they have hegemonic ambitions in the region. Um, and they are a destabilizer in the region, and they have been investing a lot of money into advanced uh, military capabilities to try to push forward that vision. It's not as if they've been prioritizing the Iranian people. And this money, these funds are designed uh, for the Iranian people and for their benefit only. How? 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 Just, just because maybe, maybe I'm not a bright man, Jim, but how? How are you going to earmark, especially just? Because you know what the government can do? The government can say, well, we gave it to the people, like you said. What but the fuck what is they fungibility? Did, what they did was they just turned it around the next door, opened it up, and they walked back onto another vessel who took that vessel to another country, and they sold all that food, got all the money for it, and then went and bought missiles. No, that's impossible, Mick. They never do that. They never lie to Admiral Kirby. That's the first motherfucker I'm lying to. Fuck everybody else. I'm lying to that son of a bitch. Because he's so gullible, he'll believe anything I say. Hey, you know what? <sighs> Jesus. We wonder what's wrong with this world. I wonder if if uh, Kirby is, is the one <clears throat> is one of many on the CCP payroll here. I'm just asking for a friend. I'm actually very surprised that he wasn't on the Epstein list. It's kind mm -hmm. of surprised by that. Mm -hmm. This is a uh, this is a former Canadian Secret Intelligence Service Intel officer. And he just testified about Justin Trudeau. Listen to this. I want to be very clear, and I want to. Uh, and I want to be very clear. We can prove that every federal government, from Mr. Mulroney to Mr. Trudeau, have been compromised by agents of the Communist China. Every government were informed at one point or another. Every government chose to ignore CISA's warning, either by negligence, self-interest, or partnership. A partisanship, sorry. Every government were infiltrated by agents of influence acting on behalf of the Chinese government, and we knew who they were. Every government took decisions that they are that are questionable about China and can only be explained by interference exercised from within or motivated by self-interest. Not only the sitting government have been compromised, but all federal par political parties have been compromised at one point or another. The inaction of the federal government, all federal governments, were led to attacks on many municipal and provincial governments. Ultimately, every government had been part of the problem, not the solution. And I and remember, not only China is practicing interference. He's saying that everybody's in on the take on this. Every government. Wow. Every government. He wasn't just talking about Canada. He's talking about our government too. Yep. Every government has been infiltrated by China. That doesn't surprise Everyone. me. Everyone. Doesn't surprise me. Does not. Think about it, folks. Wait, you think these people coming across the southern border, well, they're just, oh, it's it's just people, make it's just people traveling from other countries, and they're wayward, they lost their way, and they want to go to America because America's a bright shot. No. No. 
These people are organized. Look at the size ranges. Look at the look at the body types. Sorry, I don't see a bunch of fat people coming across the border. There's a lot of in shape motherfuckers coming up across the border. Um, well, hold on. Here, here's what uh, Nikki Haley had to say about it. <clears throat> this is about the migrants. Oh, you mean the sellout? That's yeah. Listen to her. her this is insane. Paid by Joe Biden yeah. to do what she's doing. Okay. But let's keep in mind these people that are wanting to come here. They want to come for a better life too. They have kids too. They have a heart too. They So we don't need to be disrespectful. We don't need to talk about them as criminals. They're not. They're families that want a better life and they're desperate to get here. Hold on, they hold are on. fucking hold criminals. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. They came hold over on, illegally. Hold on, hold on hon, can you answer me some basic questions? Uh-huh. Hey, these, these people that she's referring to, did they do something to break the law? Yes. These are yes and no questions. Yes. I just need one answer. Yes. Okay. And when they, in the course of breaking the law, did they enter our country? Yes. So they technically broke our laws to get into our country, yes. correct? So if I were to speak bad about them or negatively about them or in a negative connotation, because what they've done so far is just show me that they have no respect for me or my laws. That would be fair, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Those there's a lot of yeses there. I didn't hear a lot of no's. Mm -mm. That those are some very specific poignant questions. In which case, Nikki, um, you're never gonna Get be vice president. Out. You're never gonna be president. There's nobody in this country that will vote for you. Go ahead. And if you do somehow, if if it's true, if what we're hearing is true and the Republicans are gonna force Nikki Haley on Donald Trump. Donald, if you take Nikki Haley, you seriously at that point, bro, you've lost my vote because you know you can't stand up to anything at that point. Yeah, okay. Here's here's what got me about Nikki Haley. You know, her husband is deployed. Oh, really? Yep. You know, she cheats on him regularly. Probably. It's been proven. Really? Oh, yeah. Apparently, she had an um ongoing affair with someone on her staff. Someone in her office. Yeah. And then I, they were just banging. And then he got serious about someone else and broke it off with her, with Nikki Haley, and uh, and then came public about it. That was years ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Doesn't surprise you. No. That's no, no. Why it would surprise you? She gives military wives a bad name. That's what fucking pisses me off about Nikki Haley. Anyway. Old Nikki. KJP gives just women a bad name in general. Here you go. In an interview with CBS News, House Speaker Johnson said on his first day in office, President Biden came in and issued executive orders that began this chaos. Did any of the administration's policies contribute to the record number of border crossings? What I can say is this. On the, his first day, in this administration, the president put forth a comprehensive immigration piece, legislation to deal with a broken system. That's what the president did, to deal with a broken system. We were just a couple of weeks away of three years ago, that, that legislation that he put forward to Congress to actually deal with an issue, right? And so that's what I can say. The president, president understands that there's a problem at the border. He put forth on his first day something to deal with that problem. And what we continue to see from Speaker Johnson 
and Republicans, House Republicans. I know Jackie asked a question about something that I said yesterday in May, and I'll repeat it. I repeat what I said yesterday in May. House Republicans decided to vote on a bill that would cut 2,000 border, border Patrol agents at the border. That's what they did. That's what they did. And they continue to obstruct and get in the way of trying to, of the president wanting to move forward with a supplemental that includes border security. They're getting in the way of it. They're, they are. While Senate Republicans and Democrats in a bipartisan way are trying to find a way, a bipartisan agreement to deal with border security, you have House Republicans who left. They left in the middle of December. And I think they come back next week. Maybe they'll get some work done. Uh, instead, they're playing politics. So is that a no? I, look, what I can say is what the president has done. I'm not going to speak to data. I have not seen any data that would show this. So certainly I can't speak to that. What I can say is the, the actions and what the president has done and how seriously he has taken this on his first day, his first day, understanding that this system has been broken for decades. This immigration system has been broken for decades under a Republican president, under a Democratic president, it has been broken. Yes. Oh, broken, so broken, close. broken. It's always broken. It's, it's never always our Trump's fault. fault. It's never anybody. It's it's never it's never our fault. It's always somebody else's fault. It's Trump's fault. We we didn't do that. That was Trump. That was the prior administration. Mm -hmm. uh, that was Obama. When when are you gonna forget it? It's pointless. They're ne they never will. They'll never take responsibility for, and this is where kids get this shit from, watching them, never taking responsibility for anything. Oh, yeah. I, I, she basically led that question off with, look, we know when he came into office, he signed a bunch of executive orders that started all this shit. So were you guys ever going to take any responsibility? No, no it wasn't our no, fault. It wasn't our fault. It was, it's always been broken. It's always been broken. Yep. Whether Democrat or Republican, it's always been broken. Yep. Wait a minute. What's so then where's the good shit? Supposedly, you've been so hard at work, so busy. You've done more than any president's done 32 days, which I find that hard to believe. But. Yeah, where's the good shit then? Because if the system's broken and you haven't fixed it, what the fuck are you doing? Well, this is. Classic. Okay. Eric Adams basically passed a law saying that buses can't drop off in New York City anymore. Yeah, they'll confiscate okay. the bus. Yeah, they'll confiscate the bus. Yep. They're right now they've buses. got like three of them. No, that's in that's outside of Chicago. Yes. That's but it. it's the same thing. But, it, they're, but they're doing, doing it, it everywhere. In New York, okay. They're doing it everywhere. Not allowed to drop off in except for like very small prearranged locations, blah, 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 blah. Because they're tired of the bad publicity. So you know what they're doing? They're dropping them off in New Jersey and giving them these people train tickets to go into New York instead. Yep. Just dropping them off in Jersey. Here you go.
It's literally almost three minutes of just migrants coming up. Wow. Off the buses to the train. Yep. 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 They're just, they're this is, flooding in there. That's how it's going to be. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Until we do something about it, that's how it's going to be. We, we just, I mean, we're paying for it. Well, uh, so CBS actually, this guy on CBS kind of almost went after Mayorkas. It was um, almost epic. Almost. Wow. Yeah. I'm sure they're going to try to impeach you in the House. They say you're doing this intentionally and that you're a liar. Your reaction. I don't have time um, for words uh, like that. We are focused here on solutions. I lead a department of 260,000 incredibly talented public servants, men and women who work at great sacrifice to secure the border, uh, combat human trafficking, protect our country from cybersecurity attacks, um, so much more. This is the work that we do to ensure the safety and security of the American public. I don't have time for politics. We're focused on solutions. Yeah, okay. Where did he go after him? He didn't really. Hold on. Wait, wait. It gets okay. it gets better. It oh, gets spicier? Yeah, yeah. 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 Bigger than one clip, huh? Yeah. There's like three of them. There, I mean, yes. respectfully, yes, there is a global migration crisis, but the president of the United States also, as a candidate, said, come. Come to the U.S. if you want to claim asylum, restore the dignity of that process. That was his position. And so people are coming. The numbers have gone up tremendously. And nothing in the White House's plan addresses what Republicans are saying is so important. Catch and release, a phrase you hear. What that means is people come across the border, they claim asylum, and then they're allowed to stay in this country for years while they wait for that process to play out. Years and years and years. People know that's the game. They know the bar for asylum is low. The claim bar is low. And so they come. Are you doing anything? Are you willing to do anything to stop the flow in that way? Allow me to uh, finish my answer. On the first day in office, President Biden sent a legislative proposal to Congress to fix what everyone agrees is a broken immigration system. I have dealt with the immigration system first as a prosecutor in the 1990s and then as an administrator beginning in 2009. And the years-long process that you describe has been a problem in the immigration system ever since I've worked in it. And everyone agrees that the system is broken. And what we are doing is enforcing our laws. We are enforcing okay, our laws, the criminal laws, our immigration laws, and that includes our asylum laws. And um, You're not enforcing shit. Right now, it doesn't even look like you're trying to force like a turd down the toilet, bro. Um, you, you're not doing anything. I, I I disagree. You're standing there looking like a twerp pulling his pud and nobody and everybody sees it. Obviously, liberals are finally starting to ask questions about it. Look at him. Actually, look at him sweating. Oh, yeah. Look at him. He was sweating. not He's prepared for this wedding. Yeah, He's like, not on fuck. CBS. Because of the standards at the border and the flow issue that Republicans have identified, Republic, uh, Democratic leaders, mayors, governors, they're struggling. Uh, Abbott, Governor Abbott in Texas. 
is busing people to different states. They're showing up on, on doorsteps. They're in the streets. They can't work. They're hungry. They're begging. It's a big, big problem. What is the White House willing to do to come to the aid of your fellow Democrats who say we need help? So uh, a few things. Number one, we have sought and received some funding from Congress to assist mayors and governors in addressing the migration challenge. But let me ask you a question. Do you think it is responsible governance for one governor to refuse to coordinate, communicate, cooperate with other state officials around the country and just unilaterally bus people to another locality without informing the receiving locality so that we can work together to address a challenge that our country faces? Is that the type of patriotism and governance that we expect of our officials? I think that both parties are playing games and have been for decades on this issue. And you're not talking about the fundamental point of contradiction. The Republicans want a, a, a stop to the flow with very specific ideas. You're not even talking about those ideas this morning. And so both sides are playing politics as they have been for a very long time. Senator, uh, Secretary Mayorkas. I would respectfully disagree with you. I would respectfully disagree with you. We, we have to leave it there. Wow. Both sides. Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Both sides aren't. He is. This has become slow, solely political for the Biden regime. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Leo, it would be uh, Los eBay Mata Lobos. Uh, a Todos. Hmm. Let's see now. Somehow, who? Who's this? This was on uh, Rogan. Yeah, I know, but who is she? She looks familiar. Um, Doctor Deborah So. So, because. Huh. Hmm. So, bringing up Yuri Bezmenov. I know you appreciate all of the craziness that's been happening in academia in terms of the. I watched um, Yuri Bezmenov. I know you mm -hmm. talk a lot about him and the defector, yeah. and I feel like he must be he must be psychic or something because what he describes in terms of ideological subversion and how to control basically an entire generation by going through academics and teaching them at a young age how to think, what to think more specifically, and how to then get people to a place where they can't agree on what objective reality is. That's essentially what's happening on university campuses. So for myself, having come through academia, finishing my PhD, realizing that I wouldn't be able to stay there and do legitimate research anymore. Um, and so I have to come on the, well, not I have to come on the biggest podcast in the world. I'm very excited and grateful to be here, but I'm like, why don't I just do my own research and do it this way and not have to be con constrained by a particular way of thinking or knowing I have to find certain things with my research in order for it to be published. And if it does get published because, and it goes against what activists want you to say, it's going to get pulled. Your funding is going to get pulled. You're going to end up homeless anyway. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> might, as, might as well just go straight from A to B. The Yuri Bezmenov um, interview from, I think it was 84. Yeah. Um, is so crazy because 
back then i'm sure people were like come on this is nonsense yeah. this is not but if you look at it now in 2023 like he was telling the truth he has to have been telling the truth and that the soviet union had planned this out for generations and that they knew that this was going to be a 10 20 30 year project and it's been successful and the fact that these academics, these people that we count on to think for us, we count on to be, you know, the shining light of intellectual discourse. They have completely fallen captive to everything that he described and that they are sending that out into the world, this mind virus, and essentially eroding all of our confidence in government, all our confidence in civil discourse, all of our confidence in our ability to get along and, and to, to understand objective reality is, it's crazy that what he was saying is exactly what happened. Okay, Joe, look, I love you. I really do. I, I, I think he does a great job. Welcome to the party. We talked about that three years ago. But I literally, you all learned of Yuri Bezmenov from me. Well, maybe. I mean, some of you did. Maybe some of you knew about him, but, or maybe you didn't, or maybe you heard the name, but you couldn't remember where. But I told you about Yuri. Yuri's been dead right since day one. Mm -hmm. This has all been a, a game. Everything has been planned. Everything. Everything's been planned. The woke culture, turning your kids gay or trans, the COVID shots, started with AIDS. Even before that, everything's been planned. Everything. This has been going on for decades. There's no other way to explain it. We're just now learning the truth about it. More and more every day. There's just no way. It's a freaking tsunami. Here's a... There's a, a guy that I recognize from our show. Which Interesting. one? Interesting. Right under Jerome Corsi. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. For the past four years, we have been witnessing the implementation of a criminal plan of world depopulation achieved through the creation of a false pandemic and the imposition of a false vaccine, which is now known to be a biological weapon of mass destruction, designed with the aim of destroying the immune system of the entire population, causing sterility and the onset of deadly diseases. Many of our friends and acquaintances have died or been severely damaged by the adverse effects of this experimental gene serum. Many have discovered too late that they have been the victim of a global plan with a single script under a single direction. What is even more serious is that this Neo-Malthusian project of mass extermination, to which is added to the will to control each of us through graphene oxide nanostructures, 
have been announced to us for some time by those in the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum who conceived and implemented it. The rulers of the Western states, hostage to Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab, have become accomplices to this crime, demonstrating their malice and premeditation by their behavior, falsifying data on alleged infection, doctoring statistics that attribute death and adverse effects to COVID-19, but not to the gene serum, prohibiting effective treatments, imposing harmful protocols that have no scientific basis, banning autopsies, and preventing the thwarted accurate report to health authorities. In this attack, Unprecedented in the history of the human race, we have witnessed the complicity of all national and international institutions, the entire medical profession and the media. A social engineering operation has been carried out to manipulate consensus through terror, threats, blackmail, and the violation of citizens' most sacrosanct fundamental rights. The judiciary has been silent. The armed forces have looked the other way. The teachers and priests have zealously cooperated. We are well aware of the perpetrators of this crime against God and humanity. Of course, the multinational pharmaceutical corporations have profited disproportionately from mass vaccination, and they are now preparing to accumulate still more billions of dollars from the sale of treatments against the terrible cancer that their serums have caused. Those who peddle the vaccine had profited from administering this poison to pregnant women, children, and elderly. Hmm. It's all been planned. Every last bit of it. Every last bit of it. Yeah. I don't know. I know, babe. Really? That means that Pizzagate, the kids, all of that's been planned. Mm -hmm. Not by him. No, 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 by the demons. Um, it, it, I think it's too little too late, but uh, the Surgeon General in Florida, Lapido, once again said, get rid of the vaccines. Breaking news, Florida Surgeon General is calling for an immediate halt on the use of all mRNA COVID-19 vaccines. 
Surgeon General Dr. Joseph Latipo put out a press release detailing the scientific and medical reasons to justify halting the use of these mRNA vaccines. He also tweeted out this statement, quote, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have always played it fast and loose with COVID-19 vaccine safety, but their failure to test for DNA integration with the human genome as their own guidelines dictate when the vaccines are known to be contaminated with foreign DNA is intolerable, he said. Joining us now to discuss is Dr. Jim Thorpe, the Chief of Maternal and Prenatal Health for the Wellness Company. What's your reaction to this breaking news? Ivory, thank you very much for having me back on your platform. I am so proud to be a citizen of Florida and to have a Surgeon General Dr. Ladapo to put out this information stating clearly that this should be halted, uh, even banned, uh, not just in Florida, but all over the world. It's, it's time for a complete universal ban that many people have been calling for for quite some time. I would ask uh, the Governor DeSantis and the Attorney General Ashley Moody to stand behind Dr. Ladapo and ask uh, Attorney General Moody to proceed with criminal indictments for the parties that have violated this. This is a very, very serious issue with the adulteration of these uh, SMV40 DNA sequences in these vaccines. It's intolerable. These are associated with very severe uh, potential complications, uh, including cancer and including instability of the human genome, the chromosomes, very, very important. So these vaccines rolled out three years ago and right away we were getting reports of increased levels of side effects compared to other vaccines. Uh, why do you think it took three years for the Surgeon General to say, hey, something's up here? we should not do these? Well, I, I can't speak for Dr. Ladapo, but I know that um, you know many of the legislatures in state and federal have been lagging way behind. Um, Dr. Ladapo is doing an incredible job. Uh, the rest of the state and federal government need to follow suit. You know, part of the problem is uh, corruption. Listen, our government is corrupt. They're terminally corrupted. Uh, we know now that in 2020, more than two thirds of the Congress, including senators and House of Representatives, took bribe money from Pfizer. This is exactly why there's such a delay and such a dragging of feet to eliminate this lethal, deadly vaccine. This vaccine is responsible for killing and injuring 24 million Americans. It is in is killed close to 700,000 Americans. Globally, this vaccine has killed and injured 585 million global citizens. This needs to be immediately removed from the global market, immediately. Well, if you- Agree. Had him on before. Yes, we have 585 million dead or injured around the world. 585 million. 
Think about that. Now, now, do you understand where my hangup is now with Donald Trump? Do you understand why that's really a big deal? Yeah. That's the number one big deal. Because you know what? He's already talked about the number two big deal, which is the kids. Mm-hmm. So I already know he's going to do that. That's that's not my worry. My issue is, okay, now do take that same passion that you got for the kids and apply that to the vaccine and get rid of the fucking thing. And anybody that had anything to do with it, to include yourself, needs to come out and air everything. We need to know everything. Because the only way the people are going to trust you ever again is when we know all, all, all the truths. We have to know everything. Shine a light in every deep, dark corner that exists out there. We need to know everything now. There's no more keeping people in the dark. Nope. Either the American people know everything or we know nothing. And if we know nothing, we'll get our bugs and we'll get nothing. Own nothing and we'll be happy. Sounds like communism, right? Mm-hmm. It's where we're going. Here's that gentleman, Dr. So, talking about that again. And we were told, like, during the pandemic, don't do your own research. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? How about my own research in corruption of pharmaceutical drug companies? Are we allowed to do that? Are we allowed to do that about the past? The people that have been responsible for the biggest criminal fines in medical history? Is that okay? What the fuck are you saying? <laughs> and, and But... The ability to say that, just what what I just said, is so critical for people to understand what's really going on. And if you don't have anybody saying that, then we're really in trouble. Because if everybody's Brian Stelter, we're fucked. We're fucked. If that's the only way you're ever getting information, there's no Wikipedia. Not even Wikipedia. That's biased, too. But there's just no independent journalism. There's no Substack. There's no YouTube uh, independent journalist videos where they're going over case by case, step by step, all the problems and all of the corruption that led us to this position. If you don't have those people and all you have is these mainstream propagandists, we're fucked. But that's not the case right now. So that gives me hope mm-hmm. is that these conversations are happening and people are paying attention. And look like look at how many people are taking this updated COVID shot. Fucking nobody. Nobody wants that shit. Because they realize like this isn't work. It's dangerous. You know, everyone knows someone that had something go wrong. Everyone does. And they we don't even know what the real numbers are. The the VAR system is like, what is it? What does it get? Like one, two percent of the actual adverse events that are reported. Who fucking knows how many people? I have two friends that have pacemakers. Wow. One, one guy's in his 40s. Mike is almost 50 now. And one guy's in his 30s. 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 Got vaccinated. All of a sudden, heart stopped beating for like nine seconds at a time. It would just black out and fall down. Goes to a doctor. The doctor says, you're going to need to get a pacemaker, at least for now. Oh. Yeah. That's He's a sad. dentist. Mm. He's a very smart doctor. He was like very confused by all this. It's like, I thought I was following the rules. I thought I was following the science. Yeah, it's wild. I'm sure you've seen that video of that girl, uh, Heather McDonald. She's talking on stage about being vaccinated and then she fucking blacks out and cracks her skull. Oh, God. Tell me the universe isn't trying to send a message through that. I mean, how is it possible? That at that moment, after talking about being vaccinated and bragging about it, 
that that's when you black out on stage? How many times you blacked out on stage? You know how many times that girl's been on stage? She's been a stand-up comedian for decades. She's been doing thousands of shows. How many times has she talked about being vaccinated? Probably not that often. How many times has she done it on video? Probably not that often. And the one time she does it and she blacks out right after she says it, bounces her head off the ground, cracked her skull. But then she was on Dr. Drew, and Dr. Drew was talking to her about this is, seems to happen when people get boosted. There, there's there's some sort of an effect that happens to people. I love Dr. Drew. He's out there now. I mean, he's you know he used to be a lot more mainstream. I think he's kind of woken up to all this shit, too. What's wild is when people do the compilations of people posting and saying, like, you know, I got this and everyone who won't, I hope you die. And mm -hmm. then it turns out that they pass after. I oh, mean, yeah. it's it's tragic. It's It's sad. But it's also really scary. It's very scary. But it's also they're scared. That's why they post those things. The, you know, they want to they want to believe they made the right choice. And I'm sure they've heard all the people that say that it's not the right choice. And they want to fight against that. No, we I made the right choice. All you people are going to die. And I'm not going to cry at all. And then you're dead. Whoops. Whoops. Put all your fucking eggs in the wrong basket. Yeah, and you suppressed people that are asking questions, which is crazy, especially when these people are asking questions of people that are, you know, like legitimate scientists. Like, I want to know, like, how did you come to these conclusions? Mm -hmm. What, like Peter McCullough, like that guy is the most published doctor in human history in his field, in his field of study. He's not a moron. No, he's, he's very like, smart. Super well-respected doctor. And he was talking about the danger of this thing. All of a sudden, this guy is removed from his position at the university. He's getting sued. He's getting, like, disparaged everywhere. I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, it, but it takes people like that. It takes courageous people to stand up and, and, and just fucking take a chance and, and say, hey, this isn't right. Like, this is not correct. Mm -hmm. Is not true at great cost, personally. I think also when people see that someone is willing to take a stand and to say what they think, no matter what the cost is, that inspires other people to do the same thing. I think it does too. Yeah, it, it definitely inspire. It, it lets people know that there's another way. You know, I want to word what they were just talking about a different way. Let's throw a little biblical twist in there, okay? We all know that the mark is going to show itself before anything else, right? What if the mark's already doing it? Yep. And when I say this, hear me out. Think about this. Just chew on it for a second, okay? What if the mark was the vaccine? Remember, we were told you're going to have to choose between good and evil. Mm -hmm. You will be given a delineated choice. What if Joe's right about people backing the wrong horse? There's a whole lot of buyer's remorse out there, but there's still that faithful few that go out and they get their boosters and they get their jabs and they're all jabbed up and they live in that little world doesn't even exist to us because we could never understand how do you just mindlessly go out and do that? How do you let people just do that to you? We can't understand it. But what if 
That is the mark. What if that is the delineation between good and evil? What if that was the fight that we were supposed to have? Now we're just going to see how many purple lights do you have in your town now? I told you that three years ago, honestly, that this was the mark. How many purple lights do your cities have now? You know, I noticed in our city. There's they, one in our neighborhood. I know. On the other side of the, but, the car. And I noticed in our city that they stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. They stopped changing the lights out. Why? Oh, because now they want to hide the fact that they got their jabs. Because if you don't think you're going to see it soon, oh, yeah, you're going to see it in stunning glory. Yeah. Um, so this caught my attention today. Dan Bongino put a tweet out saying uh, he saw this weird thing in the sky and uh, it, and he checked the flight logs. There was nothing over Florida. Okay. And someone posted a, a, a video of it. Man, one of them looks outside the firmament or just underneath it. The fuck? Is that one right there in the corner, the one over there on the side? Yeah. Going out of picture, going out of frame. Stop looking at that little one. Look at the other one. They're like, what the fuck is this up in the sky? That is interesting. Isn't it though? Don't know. Aliens? That thing's like bursting. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Is that something trying to get in the firmament? Like bouncing, skipping off of it? I don't know. Huh. Weird though. Weird it's shit weird. like we've never seen before. Exactly. Some weird ass shit going on. No, there was no SpaceX launch. Uh, no probes. And Dan Bongino saw it, said he saw it like two or three days in a row. Huh. That's some weird shit. Right? Don't know. Don't know. Skipping off the firmament. Yeah. I could see that. Yep. So anyway all right well, we gotta get out of we here. gotta get the fuck out of here mm -hmm. so we will be back tomorrow night 5 45 for the pre-show 6 p.m for the regular show she'll be back at zero eight tomorrow morning for the good book long show tomorrow i was thinking since we're coming up in the anniversary of january 6th maybe tomorrow after for the second half of the show for the long part of the show we play that new january 6th documentary okay yeah maybe we'll take a look at it <laughs> so it's about an hour long yeah that is tomorrow's the fifth saturday is the sixth yeah the sixth is on Saturday, mm -hmm. same day that it was that year, or no, it was a Tuesday. It was a Monday. Monday, that's what it was. Anyway, uh, like I said, we'll be back five forty-five for the pre-show, six p.m. for the regular show, and Miss um, Liana will be on tomorrow morning at nine oh five. Yeah. So either way, we will check you out later for the Mick and Vlan. Later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace.
burgers and alligators. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters. Cause you'll be over your tater from talking growing tomatoes. Yeah. Feeding the worms, I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem played. My hands on my heart, I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can't. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. And you can fuck around and find out. Love my country, love my freedom. Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. To come around here, sun running your Strapped up in a wacky, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. I ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mile. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty south With a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck the welfare, now I don't need them Shotgun race from the woods to the plate Fuck around and 